History is made by the Republic of Ireland. I'm honestly speechless. I mean, we're going to a World Cup, but it's what dreams are made of. For all the best reaction to the girls in green qualifying for the World Cup, subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast stream now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. So we just pulled into Mondello Park, one of the homes of Irish racing. Um, never been here before. And then I'm about to embark on something a little different, a little more nerve-wracking. 16-year-old Alex Dunn is a Formula 4 driver from Offaly, uh, currently tearing things up um, in the UK and potentially a future Formula 1 driver from these shores. He's going to give me a spin in a couple of the, the supercars around this track. And I'm very nervous. Shouldn't have eaten that goujon roll. Shouldn't have had that second cappuccino. Let's hope I can keep it all inside, I guess, in the next hour or two. That was class. Delighted to be joined here in uh, Mondello Park, my first time in Mondello Park, by uh, Alex Dunn, Formula 4 driver from, from Offaly. Alex, how are you keeping? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm sweating, and uh, anyone on the camera will notice that I'm sweating, because I'm after doing a couple of laps here uh, with you, and um, yeah, let's just say it was hairy, <laughs> but uh, you're, you're, well, you're well used to it. You're a man uh, with, with plenty of years' experience behind the wheel, although you're only 16, isn't that right? Yes, I'm only 16. How, how many years have you been driving for? I started racing at the age of nine. Age of nine. Yep. Are you one of these like a lot of the I suppose Formula One drivers at the minute? They're the go karting background. You know, Lewis Hamilton is one with, with a bit of karting background. Are you the same kind of sphere, or, or how did you get started? Um, well, uh, originally I, I kind of got into motorsport. My dad was a racing driver. Um, my mom worked here in Mondello, so that's how they met. So motorsports always been in the family. Um, and and yeah, like I said, my, my dad was a racing driver, so I've I've always been around racing. You know, I was always always with my dad supporting him and always watching him race. So. You know, I was kind of always, always had an interest in it, um, and then uh, I remember, I think, at the age of maybe seven or eight, I asked them if I could have a go in a cart, because I knew a couple of other people that were in it at the same time, mm. so um, I asked him if we could do, if we could try karting, and uh, he, he said yeah, um, and then from from the first time I, I ever did it, I begged him if we could go again and again, then I think at the, at the age of nine is when I, is when I first started racing. And did you have Formula One heroes growing up? Was it something you watched all the time on the TV, or, or was or was it just the interest solely through your your dad? I guess. Well, I mean, mainly through my dad. But you know, I'd always watch you know the Grand Prix with him. You know, he always watched Formula One, and I I would watch it with him. So, you know, I've kind of always had an interest in motorsport as a whole since a young age. Um, and then when I got the opportunity to, to to give it a go when I when I was nine, that's kind of then when I when I started. You're involved in Formula Four at the minute, so you, you might just explain to people at home. Who, don't really know the difference between Formula One and Two and Three and Four and Formula Four. Like, what, what's Formula Four and how does it compare to to the Formula Three and Two and One cars, for example? Well, Formula Four is basically the bottom point of the ladder to Formula One. So, like you said, you have Formula Four, Formula Three, Formula Two, and then Formula One. So, Formula Four um, is basically um, a lower spec. You know, a little bit less downforce, less power. Um, kind of, you know, as you as you go up the ranks, everything gets a little bit more. 
um, you know a, li- a little bit quicker. You have more downforce as you go up the as you go up the ladder. Everything gets a little bit harder. Um, so it's kind of like the the bottom ladder, the bottom point of the ladder for single seater racing to get to Formula One for for people from the age of fifteen to whatever. And is the you're obviously tearing it up at the minute in, in Formula Four. I think you've you've sewn up the Formula Four British Championship already. Like that's a huge achievement, especially for for someone of your age. You must be. You must be buzzing to get the win, but but you, you strike me as the type of fella who's who's already probably thinking about the next thing. Yeah, you know, I think I feel in with in a non cocky way. I feel kind of at this point of my career, I'd like to say that I feel like this is what I should be doing. You know, I think we've always shown the ability and the talent th- throughout. You know, which is kind of polishing a few things off and, and getting, I guess you could say, some of the bad luck out of the way. So I think that's kind of now that's that's kind of gone. I feel like the results we're getting. They are great, but I feel like it's almost what I should be getting. So I think, yeah, you know, obviously I'm 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 over the moon, but now you know I'm kind of thinking about what we're going to be doing next year and, and the year after. So I'm always I'm always thinking ahead. I think when I was your age, I was in transition year in school, possibly. But uh, like for, for yourself, it's not a normal it's not a normal childhood upbringing. Obviously, being involved in this game, but uh, is it homeschooling or how do you, how do you get that aspect sewn into your life? As, yeah, as well? I'm. Uh, I think I did my first year of secondary school and then I became homeschooled. Um, I think. I guess this year you could say I've taken a year off of school mm-hmm. because it's so hard to fit everything in. You know, at the start of the year I did six weeks racing in the UAE, and then with the dual campaign, Italian and British F4. Um, at one point this year I was racing six weeks back to back between the two championships. So right. I've never really this year at least I haven't really been home that often. You know, I think um, I was testing there a week and a half ago um, in Sederton, and then I went straight from Sederton to Ferrari. And then I went from Ferrari to Silverstone, and then I went from there to here. So I think last night was the was the only time I've been home in two and a half weeks. So it's 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 tricky in that sense, but but you know I, I love what I'm doing, so it's no problem. The the Ferrari, you mentioned Ferrari as well. I know you've been picked as one of their academy drivers. Like maybe explain to us what what that means for you. It's obviously a massive achievement because not many drivers get picked for that. But what does it mean for you now? It's it's great to see that I'm getting the recognition. Um, and I'm being watched for for my talent, and that you know people are people are recognising that, and people are watching me, which is a really nice feeling. I think you know the I think this year we've we've had some really good results. You know, like you said, with the British F4 Championship and breaking the record for uh, for the most wins in a single season, and then being third in Italian F4 at the moment as well. So I think it's it's good to to see that they're watching me. Um, but but like I said, you know, I feel like it, it's something that, sh- that should be happening now and I think if the results keep on coming I don't see why other people wouldn't be knocking on the door as well Do you ever get sick of that winning feeling of winning races? Uh, no, never <laughs> <laughs> It's only like it's not, an, it's not an, a cheap um, industry in which to climb the ladder so uh, is it a case now where you're, you're always on the hunt for sponsors and the people to help you out financially in terms of climbing that ladder as you say? Yeah, you know we're always actively on the look for, for new financial support and, and for sponsors, you know we have um, Harris is, is one of our main sponsors um, and they've been really really helpful to me and, and you know that's what we're here today for with, with them so you know they're, they've they've really helped me out a lot I think without them I probably maybe wouldn't even be an F4 anymore so I think you know sponsors are a really really important part in motorsport I think because it's so expensive um, 
you know, I think hopefully, hopefully, all one day it'll pay off and, and it'll work out. But but yeah, you know, sponsors and and financial support and financial backing is really really important. But you've been noticed. I know you're involved with the, the US team, US team, and uh, Ralph Schumacher is another name who's, who's, who's already knows here. That Schumacher name is re- reasonably famous, I think, in, in the world of motorsport. But like, <clears throat> what does it mean to be recognised by the likes of Ralph and you know former drivers themselves who clearly recognise something in you? You know. It's it's pretty incredible, you know. I think to see that people are are watching me and and that they that they believe in me and and that they they think I'm good and they can they can recognise my talent. I think is a, is a really nice feeling, you know. I think it's yeah, you know, it's great to to see that that people are watching me and yeah, it's it's, it's a really nice feeling. Did, did you did you have any words of advice from from your dad, Noel, growing up? I know he's someone with a with a strong background in, in racing as well. I know he's your manager now too, so. What, what was his advice? I'm sure it's, it's keep the feet on the ground for starters. But like, w- what sort of things has he said to you to kind of get you started? Well, I think you know, I wouldn't. There's not necessarily advice. You know, he's he's always been my my, my mentor. You could say, you know, through through the ranks of, of of karting. And when I started off in cars, he was my my driver coach as well because he was racing. So you know, he has a really good insight into the sport, not only from from the other side of the fence, but also from this perspective of driving a car mm. so you know I think in, in both ways he helps me out quite a lot I think you know he's probably one of the reasons that I adapted to, to F4 so quickly because you know he, he had a really good insight and was able to help me quite a lot so I think that's really beneficial for me so so yeah you know he's been with me every every step of the way I remember doing an interview once with uh, with Ken Doherty the, the uh, former snooker player current snooker player I guess former world champion uh, and he talked about going over to the UK when he was younger and having to essentially leave Ireland in which to, to, to excel at the sport he, he picked has it been something similar for you? I know that the motorsport scene in Ireland is relatively small compared to the UK. So was it a case of get over there as quickly as possible and, and you know start just racing as as young as you could? Yeah, I think you know I we only did one year of racing over here, um, and I think at kind of halfway through that year, towards the end, is that when we kind of started to realise that maybe I was pretty good. So um, we, we won pretty much everything over here, um, and then we decided, okay, where to next? Um, and at that time, you in the class I was racing, which was Miami Cadet UK, was the highest level. So I did two years over there, and then uh, I finished second in the British Championship. And then we were thinking, okay, where's the next level? And then that's when we went to Europe, um, and I raced over there for three years. And then we went to Cars. Mm. So you know, we're always looking at where to race at the highest level because I think you know that's kind of to, to make a career and, and to get to the top, you always have to be racing against the best, and that's what we always look to look to do and, and look for. So so yeah. Has there ever been any fear in the car? Like, do, do you ever get into a car and, and feel afraid? Like, it's probably at this stage, like riding a bike for you. But have, have, has there ever been any nerves at any stage in your career? Um, maybe when I first started, or maybe the first time I ever drove a racing car. But no, uh, not really. I think when you start having fears and worries and and doubts about, oh, if I do this, I could crash, or or what would happen if I do this. I think that's when stuff starts to go wrong. You know, I think. If you're on a qualifying lap pushing the limits and you're afraid about crashing, you know something's going to go wrong. So I think you kind of have to have to try and get rid of those thoughts. I've been over at Spa before myself just to, to, to watch an F1 race, but I know you've talked before about that being a, a track that you particularly like. What's it like to race in those Formula One tracks as opposed to maybe the smaller tracks in the UK? Yeah, it's pretty incredible. You know, I really, really like Spa. I think I've gone in the past, I've gone pretty well there. So, you know, it's, it's been a good track to me and, and I really enjoy driving it. Um, you know, driving on, on the bigger tracks um, is, is really good, you know, also because, you know, as you move up the ranks to F3 and F2, it's good 
good knowledge to already know the tracks before you've even started racing there. So I think majority of the tracks that I w- that that you'd race at in F3 and F2 I've been to already. So it's a really good uh, it's a really good starting point for me to have an insight on on what I'm going to be racing. Finally, Alex, I know you've been you've been testing for F3 cars in, in recent weeks as well. But what, what's the ultimate ambition here? Is it is it to get to that? I know that I think it's maybe Eddie Irvine is the last. A Formula One driver from Ireland. So, is the ambition to get there and get one of those twenty seats on the F1 paddock at some stage? It definitely is. Yeah. Well, best luck. Thank you. I, very hope, much. You, I hope you achieve it. I, th- I think you're on you're on the right road. You've got the head for it, and uh, congrats on the, the British Formula yeah. Four Championship as well. Thank you very much. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.